Welcome to the Poetry Boys podcast with Tola Makonjola. How are you doing in your life? What is new? What is old? Are you robbing a bank? Are you sitting on the couch? What is your life like at this point in time? Are you hoping to I don't know. Hope you're well. Uh, <clears throat> most people are idiots, I think. I, I just feel like saying that. <laughs> I, I can't stand people, generally speaking. But, uh, yeah, you gotta live with one another to some degree. With some degree of peace and harmony and tolerance and... Just holding your breath. Just like, I don't want to punch this person in the face, but... If I could, I would. I don't know. Life is very multidimensional. Multiple feelings at once. Multiple feelings at once about our tolerance of one another. At least for me. I I can love you and hate you at the same time. And like you and dislike you and feel empathy and complete indifference. Yeah. You know, I never thought about my race until I came to the UK. You know, everyone was black. Everyone was black in Nigeria. So it was like, oh, yeah. So you could judge. <laughs> you could judge based on character. And, yeah, no comments on that. No, let's, let's comment on that. Um, when, when you remove race from the picture, as you were able to do in, as I was able to do in Nigeria... Growing up in Nigeria, you could tell who was who was absolutely rotten to the core. You could see who was trying their best. Not many people were. Uh, you could see who, you know, was elevated above others. Very rare, very rare in their sacrifice, self-sacrifice. It's very rare to find a person like that, you know. But the point is that you were able to actually analyze the character of the person and not think about the race. Although those those the ethnic side of things, like oh, I'm Yoruba, you're Igbo, you're Hausa, you're this, you're that. So we will find dividing lines wherever wherever we can. We've got to find dividing lines. It's important to find dividing lines. <laughs> Not necessarily in regards to race or ethnicity, but in terms of, like I said, character, I think it's nice to be able to separate those who are worth being around from those who are not worth being around. Those are my dividing lines. Not, not necessarily race or color related. So it's quite fascinating. When I came to the UK, I remember I was on a bus and I kind of looked at my hand. This was like deep. It's like maybe a year into my time in the UK. And I kind of looked at my hand on the bus just randomly. I was like, oh, I'm black. And I didn't know what to do with that information. Um, I wasn't sure it mattered, really. I don't think it does. Still, still don't think it does. Um... 
but yeah, the emphasis on colors. I don't know, it's interesting, I guess. What's the best color? <laughs> Personally, I think it's my color because it's mine. And every other color is uh, insignificant. Uh, I, I don't know what that says about me. Am I racist? I could be racist. Hmm. It's uh, something worth thinking about because I do prefer my color. Like if I was knowing what I know now with the history of black people and white people and brown people and whatever, if I could be, if I could die and come back again, I would come back as my color. Not necessarily with the history. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but you can you can have the color without the history, so that's that's a stupid comment. But obviously, that's a very hypothetical. But if I could come back, I'll come back as my color. I love my color; it's very chocolatey. I like chocolate, so uh, yeah. <laughs> color, gosh, what's that about? Dividing lines, imposed on based on uh, the white lines enforced based on color like I saw this clip on, on Instagram reels I don't usually watch Instagram reels but I wanted to find something of interest and I couldn't quite find anything but I did see a lot of clips of uh, road rage um, which was quite disturbing it's quite a lot of it there's a clip of a young man destroying a bus, literally. Like, he, he pulled the, the door apart. The first set of doors apart, he pulled them apart. The second set of doors, he pulled apart, just bashing it with his foot. And then as the bus tried to drive away, um, which I thought was quite odd, um, he smashed the back of the bus. Um, almost ricocheting backwards, because he kind of used his foot. Um, a lot of angry people out there. Um, it's quite, it's quite something. Uh, that was one. I saw another, another video with a older racist guy, <laughs> and he he was racist because he was standing, he was walking in front of a, of a tram, and of course the tram was, uh, the tram driver was honking and honking like get out of the way, and he was just walking right in front of him like. I can walk here if I want, and what you doing in my country, that's the racist part. And he was like, tell that guy off, the, the guy on the bike who was brown, probably. The guy jumps out of the, then gets out of the road, um, and he yells again, like, what are you doing in my country anyway? So there's a lot of rage out there. Um, I was actually on a bus um, sometime maybe November or December, and a guy got on the bus, assuming he was trying to get somewhere, although it didn't seem that way, um, and he got off probably at the next stop, he wanted to get off at the next stop, and maybe the, he had a conversation with the driver, kind of went sideways for some reason, I don't know what was going on, I, was, I wasn't really paying much attention. The only part that caught my eye was when 
I saw from the side of my, from the corner of my eye that he was getting more, increasingly agitated. Then he gets off the bus and he, uh, he yanks the side mirror in one swoop. He kind of, he, he kind of wraps his arm around the back, and it's a, and it's a huge, it's a huge mirror. It's like, a, it's like a living room mirror. It's quite big. Right, so he wraps his right arm around it from the back, and he yanks it off the hinge. It was quite beautiful. It was quite beautiful to watch. Destructive, but beautiful. Um, and of course, which is why I said I was surprised that that other driver drove away when that kid decided to destroy the doors and stuff. Because it seems to me that protocol dictates based on what I've, what I experienced, that if you can't, if the, the bus is damaged, then you can't drive it. So as soon as this asshole yanks the mirror of the hinge, um, the bus driver kind of just, he, he, he just turns the, the bus, the engine off. And he says, well, sorry guys, we all have to get off. And that was that, that was, it's kind of like one, <laughs> One man can change the world, basically. It's like, just... And that fascinates me, you know. Just one action. One action. One man, one action. Can bring everything to a grinding halt. And he did. We're meant to... I think we're going... To South Kensington, maybe. Oxford Circus, whatever. It was, it was quite a bit away. Um, and it was going quite smooth. And this guy just brings everyone's journey to the halt. So imagine if you were going to the hospital or you had an emergency, you had to get, or an interview, you had to get to wherever you were going to in good time. And some guy just comes up and yanks <laughs> the steering wheel out of the, out of, out of its place. That's what it is, man. What, what can you do? You can't even get angry. You're just like... You just go well. That's that was meant to happen. There's nothing you can do about that, really. It's it's quite amusing, even though it's very destructive in its uh, in its fundamental making. Um, where was I going with that? Because I remember I said something about going on Instagram. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, but speaking of Instagram, speaking of Instagram, I. Not until this morning. I've always wondered. I've always wondered why. Um, not because I like Instagram or Facebook. I think it's a terrible, terrible organization. Terrible platforms. Instinctively, I feel it's just the worst <laughs> of humanity. Here's my, here's my rub. I don't see a lot of that on my on my news feed or whatever my wh I don't get that glory them pushing a lot of stuff to me that's negative and that's I think that's the point I want to make I think you find what you're looking for right I'm not usually looking for Trump news or politically charged um 
memes, whatever, Russia is better than Ukraine, all that, all that nonsense. Um, I don't usually look for stuff like that, so I usually look for, I guess, things that interest me. I guess, so, so, I, I try to find things that are funny, you know, like drawings, illustrations, cartoons, cartoon illustrations basically from like newspaper um cartoonists just humor just humor dad jokes whatever so i I get a lot of that stuff from my my feed so i was kind of surprised when i saw a lot of the stuff that i saw this morning because it's like i don't look for that stuff and maybe it's because i don't use it that often the instagram side of things that's what i mean tiktok is a different story my guess is because the people that I am friends with <laughs> must search a lot of crap because I guess that's how it works. It's like they recommend stuff that you like based on what your friends also like or at least search for and engage with. So even if you're a fascist and your friend is a communist, you might get some communist-related news in your feed because your friend is a communist. Um, so, test and test. Test and test. Oh, what happened there? Oh, okay, I'm back. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I think there is, even though I've never experienced it because until now, or at least have never been fully aware of it until now. Um, I always felt that it's based on what you surround yourself with, or what you look for, what what interests you. And again, for me, if you look for something terrible, that you're gonna find it. That's not necessarily Mark Zuckerberg's fault. <laughs> There is there is something to be said for what your friendship groups uh, engage with, because that's what that would also feed into your into your algorithm or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Screw Instagram. Screw Facebook. Screw social media. I, I hate the whole thing. Um. I'm st- like I said, I'm sticking my head in the ground, 2024, in regards to politics. I'm not interested at all. Um, I just feel it's really, really bad this year in terms of what's going on in uh, the Middle East. What's going on with Russia and Ukraine? Of course, I think Trump might come back. <laughs> I think Trump is going to make a comeback for sure. Um, it's definitely a possibility. And I think even if the odds aren't in his favor, I think there are two things that I think everyone is kind of agitated about. One is the fact that Joe Biden is just not capable of stringing a single sentence together coherently. He's not in good shape. He's very, very old. He's very, very old. And 
the problem is that if the Democrats had been able to put forth a reasonably good candidate, um, maybe it wouldn't be in this position, but hey. Um, so that's one. The second thing is Trump won before, even though the odds were not in his favor. So, again, it's kind of like you can't bet against him. He does have a lot, a lot of support. Um, Americans don't particularly care about the rest of the world, generally speaking. That's not that's not what I've observed. I haven't observed a lot of consideration for the rest of the world, even though the politics impacts geopolitically on 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 the rest of the world. Um, again, what whoever the president in, of the United States is dictates. The tone of geopolitics, relationships with China, imagine Russia, um, negotiating with Israel to stop blowing the shit out of Gaza. Um, even though no one seems to be able to to be able to do anything about that particular situation, but there's a lot hanging on the presidency. You know, and I'm just, I find it a little overwhelming. I'm just like, well, this is out of my control. <laughs> so why am I worried about it? No, no, why am I worried about it? This is, it's, 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 there's a reason to be worried. World War Three for one. But I can control it. I can pray about it, I suppose. Get on with life as I can. Manage, manage what I can, you know, in my little space, in my little desk, you know. Reading a little book, a little glass of water. Yeah, it's it's a shit show out there. That's that's so so pleasing to the ear. So optimistic, optimistic take on life on the on the future of. And speaking of the future, uh, AI. Um. I find it problematic that well it's human nature I think you can't not evolve right and creating technology that's advanced is an evolution it doesn't necessarily make it a good thing but if you don't do it someone else will um having said that those who are creating the technology in earnest are also warning against the detrimental side effects of of the technology, which irritates me a little bit. Um, because you're creating the technology, I get it. Someone has to, but don't also come out and try to impact wisdom on us. <laughs> it's like, come on. I'd rather, I'd rather you create the technology. I know that has to happen. Someone has to do it. And then you have maybe philosophers, uh, objective onlookers going, okay, here are the pros and cons. I don't know. I don't know. Just because even if you... I do feel they should say something. Maybe that's that's not wholly correct. 
they ought to have some sort of insight as to what they're creating and whether it's gonna have um you know a terrible consequence on the human race moving forward but it's also stinks of smugness and irony that's 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 the word it's very ironic it's like i'm gonna create this thing even though i know it's detrimental potentially yeah or it has or it has really high it has a great upside great downsides it's uh it's very ironic but i guess it's a unique <clears throat> it's a unique piece of technology um it's a unique time in history you know we never really encountered anything quite like this so yeah it's it's an interesting time but yeah oh that's that's fun that's great to think about on that note on that note because i'm a little little tired i'm going to read some if i i'm going to read some haikus hopefully they mean something to you although i don't think so because they're just going to be they're written by comedians and that just makes me funny potentially let's see let's see let's let's try them out um let's i'll go for five so let's see the first one okay let's go so by erica rhodes there's a haiku long distance love is not really worth it if he's in another world <laughs> that's clever um yeah because in another world maybe not just another world f physically but in his mind i think he's referring to his mind yeah he's out of his mind um not really engaged you know you know you can be in a long distance relationship and still live in the same house that's worth thinking about um what else can I read? I love this book, but it's I'm always trying to find the right stuff to read out because I can read it to myself and appreciate each one. But when you want to read it out, then you become a little more selective. So this lady says, her name is Natasha Feinblant comedian i guess the military is training teens through tiktok for the dance army um i don't get that uh roy wood jr i know him. daily show guy a sword is mighty a pen mightier best move tweets the company yep Absolutely. Or X the company. Uh, Dinner Hashem. The showbiz, the showbiz bigwigs will be sorry when I go viral on TikTok. 
Yeah, all right. I think that's the fourth, fifth one. Let's go. Feeling confident until I log on to Zoom. Is that my real face? Oh boy. <laughs> Comedians, I love them. Anyway, uh, look, guys, keep your half glass full. That's 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 a <laughs> keep your glass half full. That's why that's why that's why I'm gonna say. Um, enjoy what's left of your weekend. You know, my thoughts are always to kind of make the most of your downtime. Um, for your sakes, I mean, I I, I couldn't care less. I mean, do what you want to do, but for your sake, I'll I'll suggest you do that. You know. Anyway, peace and love. Catch you next time.